Woof, woof. It's your favorite good boy, Nick Amell, here to tell you about today's best of two-pack. First, sit, stay, and listen to episode 12 from way back in our archives, originally released November 2018. We were just babies back then. It's the top 10 most popular dog breeds in America. Then, right after that, right here, will be episode 47 from July 2019, The Smartest Dog Breeds. As a reminder, we'll be back with brand new episodes beginning in February. If you can't wait until then, you should check out Tennis Pod Plus, where we are posting exclusive new episodes throughout this month. Just go to TennisPod.com plus for all the juicy deets. Now we're ready to throw you a bone with this classic doggy content. Hello and welcome back to the Tennis Podcast, the show where I host and we talk a lot about Dustin Hoffman's ass. Uh, I'm Brandon, by the way. I'm also a person who's sitting here and enjoys equal access and airtime. I disagree that you have equal access. Access to, well, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> access to what? Dustin Hoffman's ass. Oh, no, I don't. And I don't want it. <laughs> I imagine well, it looks a lot like his cheeks, which are sort of <laughs> deflated. You know, I looked at Dustin Hoffman pictures after last week. (laughs) Trying to see if there was some of his ass. And most of his, like, headshots I found to be somewhat seductive and sensual. He kind of looks like a raisin with eyes now. (laughs) He's an old man. He's an old man, but his ass tastes great. Uh, if you're ever forced to draw a celebrity, A-list celebrity name out of a hat to eat their ass, Dustin Hoffman could be worse. Could be Anthony Hopkins. He could do worse. Yeah, he could do worse. Anthony Hopkins has an estranged daughter. <laughs> All right. So, this is just turned into the recap of last week's show. Basically, this is a podcast, if you're a first-time listener, where one of us Yankees takes the top 10-ish list and the other tries to guess it without any prior preparation or knowledge about what that list is. This week, we are talking something not Halloween, for God's no, sake. No, we're washing, right. we're washing Halloween out of Spooktober. our system. Right, Spooktober, Spooktober is over, and we're gonna have to start preparing our souls and our spirits for the onslaught of holiday cheer. So I brought something light and fluffy. Is it Dustin Hoffman's ass? <laughs> I told you it's not fluffy; it's deflated. It might oh, have been right. fluffy. Like in the late 60s. Anyway, I brought something cute and cuddly today. This week, we're covering the top 10 most popular dog breeds in the U.S. Huh. All right. <laughs> you could see your fucking <laughs> bald over with excitement. <laughs> most popular dog... Uh, breeds. 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 Uh, now, are we talking breeds in the sense... Of vicious sex <laughs> for reproduction purposes? No. Oh, no. Okay. We're talking about kinds of dogs. Uh, this is from the American Kennel Club, which I assume is the you're a subscriber governing body. No, you when you get a dog and you, and the dog has papers, whatever those are, you get them from the American Kennel Club. I don't know what it means. Okay. It is going to be fun because for each one of these dogs, I have a famous example. Of course. 
And do you have some uh, Brandon's bullshit bulletins as well? Bullets. Brandon's bullets are on here. Oh, okay. For one of these, there are no less than 15 bullets. 15 bullets? 15 bullets on one of these. Let's. You think we got all day? Our listeners don't got all day, Brandon. We don't, but we do need to get some dogs out of the way. And I want you to start by telling me what dogs are you sure are not the most popular dog breeds in the United States. This is for 2017, the year 2017. There's also been a recent shakeup in the top 10, but we'll get to that later. Uh, what's that one dog called? Uh, I gotta look it up. Clifford. The Chinese Crested. I'm gonna guess that is not in the top 10. No, the Chinese... Oh, wait. Is this global or this US? This is just in the US. What does a Chinese Crested dog look like? Well, if only there was some sort of internet device that could allow you to search for well, I have those been specific asked words. not to type and click while we record, so you look it up. Well, I can't see it. Damn it. <laughs> but then you can't see it. Chinese crested. I'll exp- uh, how about I describe no, no, it to no, you I don't... and the listeners at home? Yeah. For for our listeners at home, tell the folks at home what a Chinese crested. You know, they could also be at work or in the car. The Chinese crested dog is one of those dogs with like a- sh- Oh, Jesus. A naked body. Uh-uh. But a naked body, but then long hair on the ears and face and neck. This do- This dog looks like- the kind of woman who hangs out in a nasty bar and has no ass and smokes a lot. <laughs> I'm going to say the Chinese Crest did not in the top 10. No. Oh, is one of the Chinese Crested dogs also the world's ugliest dog? Have you ever seen the world's ugliest dog? According to who? Just Google it. I promise. There's only one world's ugliest dog. Oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. Whatever you're doing. Well, there's, a, there's a lot of different Oh, shit. Results. There's a lot of different ugly dogs. Oh, this is God horrible. damn it. There's one that's worse than all the others. And it looks just like a chupacabra. Oh, my God. I can't look at Why did we one. do this? All right. So, another one I'm going to guess is the... <laughs> what's that What's that one that looks like the never-ending story dragon thing? Chinese. It's Chinese, too. Chinese dog. Falcor? What is this thing called? Pekingese. Falcor. Falcor and a Pekingese. How do you just know the god... Ah, uh, you're so... <laughs> you're, you're such a frustrating human. What? That I knew what who Falcor was? Yes. Well, I'd seen that movie a bunch of times. Oh, 30 years ago. I've never stopped watching it because it, the thing is never fucking ending. <laughs> okay. Well, Falcor is... An evolved Pekingese breed of dog. And I'm going to guess that the Pekingese and Falcor did not make the top 10. Uh-uh. Now, you shouldn't have me do look stuff up while we're talking because I just start looking at weird pictures and I can't concentrate. Let's both close. No, Falcor's not in the top the 10. The Google machine. Any more, any more surefire dogs too ugly to be in the top 10? Well, I don't. I mean, I think all dogs are cute in their own way. Uh, not all the ones I just looked at. I'm going to guess that the, well, when we say popular, we mean the dogs that are most commonly owned, right? Yeah. Okay. The Irish Setter. Yeah, he's not on here. I'm go- okay. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm still scrolling. I closed my Google machine so I could be an effective Well, I host. have the full list here. I have a, a very long list. I have the top, I have the top, 
my god, I'm still scrolling. I have the top 190 most popular dog breeds. Do you want to know what the last one is? Is that all dog? Is it, how many dog breeds are there? I guess 190. Yeah, what's last? It's a Norwegian Lund, Lundahund. Lundahund? It's just, it's a little thing. It just looks like a little thing. I mean, it's kind of cute. I don't know why. Well, it would some be last. of these dogs are more popular in other countries. Sure. I think the Chinese crested is popular in Chile. Here's your Irish setter. It's 154. These people hate them. No. Some of the breeds, it's not that people don't like them, it's that they're rare or expensive, too. There's one answer on here that is among the most expensive dogs I'm aware of. Let's get into it. Start guessing that top 10. I feel like this is going to be easy, so I'm hoping there's some curveballs in here. Let's start with the Labrador Retriever. Yeah, everybody knows that. That's got to be number one or two. It is number one. Labrador Retriever is number one and has been since at least 2013. That's no surprise to anybody. But what is... Tell me about the Labrador. But what is a surprise... I'm not going to tell people about it. If you don't know what a Labrador Retriever is, I don't know. You're not going to learn from this podcast, I guess. You shouldn't do anything to yourself. But well, they listen to this podcast to learn from me. Well, we're... And so, I'll tell them what the Labrador Retriever is. Okay, just tell them. Tell them. It's a dog. Mm-hmm. It, it's usually black, brown, or kind of beige. Yellow? Yellow, sure. Well, that's what they're called, a yellow lab, but I mean, you've... You look at it and you tell me if it looks like it's the same color, to, color as a bottle of mustard. Old Yeller? Old Yeller was a lab, sure. And he was Yeller. No. Although his coat was Yeller. Who's a famous lab out there? Okay, so this dog oh, I has have four a legs. Lab. I have a lab, famous lab that is going to knock your socks off. Let me finish describing the Labrador to our listeners who look to me for education. Explain to the folks at home what a Labrador retriever looks like. It's got four legs, uh-huh. two in the front, two in the back. It's got a tail in the that front. protrudes no it protrudes right above the anus, which is on the top, and it's on the top of that, and it points outward toward the sky. How many horns does it have? It has one horn uh, by two testicles on its underside, south of the belly, and that horn is called a penis, and it sticks that penis hey. into vaginas to reproduce. But it also uses the penis to urinate, and by urinating, it removes unneeded fluids from That's everything the body. we need to know about labs now. No, it also has teeth, ears, eyes, nose. Uh, it has toenails, and they're cute, and they're usually around, I think, like 50 or so pounds. Okay, so if you've been drawing... And they're smart. If you've been drawing a picture of this... Yeah, and I'd rather host this podcast with a Labrador Retriever than Brandon. They'd make a better sidekick. Let me tell you about a sidekick that is better than me. If he wasn't dead, I guess I should point out that a lot of the dogs we're going to talk about today are dead. Wow. Uh, Spoiler. His name is Endel. Have you ever heard of Endel, the most decorated dog in the world? No. (laughs) Well, now you have. He is a dog that is a, a, a helper dog, an assistant dog. There's no way that's the most famous dog, but go ahead. Well, he... Old Yeller is more famous than that dog. Old Yeller didn't do all the shit that Endel has done. All right, let's hear it. What de- what time frame are we talking here? How old was Endel? What color was Endel? Oh, what was just his a minute, just name? a minute. What was his favorite treat? 
I don't know his old owner's name. He was in the Royal Navy and he was injured. And his injuries included a brain injury uh, where he experienced 50% memory loss and had difficulty making memories for longer than two days, along with some other uh, mental and physical impairments. So he got a helper dog, a yellow lab, fellow by the name of Endel. Oh, I thought all the stuff you're talking about was Endel. No, he Endel was not a human in the Royal Navy. That's the human <laughs> who got Endel. Okay. And then Endel became smarter than any child I've ever met. Endel could respond to over 100 instructions. He understood basic sign language. He could retrieve items from supermarket shelves, operate buttons and switches. Get this shit. He could load and empty a washing machine. With dog toys? No. Picking up clothes with his mouth or his paws. They didn't say. I don't know. He, but did he know if they were dirty already or had they already been cleaned? I don't know. He might have done a shitty. <laughs> he might have pulled. Because if they were already clean, I think that'd be actually a frustrating They didn't say skill. that he like emptied the washing machine and he might have taken a shit on the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and did he put did he put detergent in the correct slot he in the washing machine? Could use a card. I guess the credits for using the washing machine were on a card. He used the card and he put the card back in the wallet, which makes me think he could also take a card out of a wallet. Hmm. He could pull the plug if his owner fell in the bath. He could pull out the plug so the water started draining, put the owner in the recovery position, and then call on the telephone for help. How you're going to have to explain. I don't know. Honestly. They just said it and I took them at their word. Okay. So, in other words, you did a shoddy job of research. It okay. was on Wikipedia. So everyone out there, say it with me. What else is new? All right, it go ahead. It was on Wikipedia. Oh, good. Uh, he could use an ATM. Let, let's stop. Let's talk, let's talk about the phone call. No, there's a special button on the phone, like an emergency call for help. Like, help, I've fallen okay. and I can't get up. <laughs> Well, you said that he used the phone. Yes, the button is attached to the phone. Yeah, but what you said was misleading because you made it sound like he would hit the phone to, in a way that it would come off the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like that an, on purpose. You know, like a rotary phone. And then he would dial the rotary around, uh-uh. calling the thing with his paw. It's- and then he'd call someone and he'd first say, hey, how are you doing today? Oh, we have an emergency here. Woof, woof. By omitting the boring facts, I'm presenting a story with more pizzazz. But I'm not lying. He did use the phone. He just didn't memorize. You said you didn't know how. I asked, how did the dog use the phone? And you said, I don't know. They said there was a button. I don't know if he hit it with his paw. I don't know if he had to knock the receiver off and then hit it with his paw. I don't know the specifics. So, the takeaway here is take anything Brandon says with a big old grain of salt why don't you continue? Then? Opening doors. He could operate lifts, which is what they call elevators in jolly old England where he lived. So, wait a minute. You're doing a list on the top one hunt, the top dog breeds in America, and then you bring us a German dog. Well, I said England, which is British. Or <laughs> England, I meant a British dog. There's plenty of German dogs to deal with on this list too. He's the most popular in the US, but for the reasons they are the most popular dog, are the same reasons that Endel is special. Can I give you the last two facts? Mm-hmm. He could also bring in the newspaper. Big deal. Big whoop. He's also the first dog to ride the London Eye Ferris wheel. 
which I guess you could actually just say he was the first dog someone put onto the Ferris wheel. Was he the first dog that unsubscribed from our podcast because of you? No, he's dead. Well, how'd he die? In what year? He had a stroke. <laughs> I mean, we, we said it was going to be... The dog? He said it was going to be cuddly. He had like a stroke and something else too, and then he died. They had to be put him down. Mm. <sighs> yeah, Spooktober continues. Let's see if you really did your research. Can you tell me the origins of the Labrador Retriever? No, I didn't do all that okay. research. Okay. So, if I was doing this list, that's what I, I would have I did done, fun stuff. That's all right. Okay. So, anything else on the Labrador Retriever? No, that's it. I think there was one in Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Yeah. Wasn't Clifford... Clifford would be a red Labrador Retriever, right? Yeah. Clifford the the giant dog? Clifford the big, big dog. What was his owner's name, the little girl? Sally. Are you for real? Yeah. I read this shit recently not on my own there was a child involved it was my child mm-hmm. not a child i got Did you from read the this street. in bed and on your kindle or sorry your recliner <laughs> i had to get a bigger ipad so i could see it by the way everyone brandon does routinely fall asleep around eight o'clock in his recliner in the living room <laughs> snoring with his mouth open that's a fact all right why don't we continue to other other uh breeds i'm gonna say the german shepherd is it's always later than eight o'clock it's always later than eight o'clock oh okay maybe uh daylight i've saving. been playing that red dead redemption i don't have time to sleep okay german shepherd around number five well speaking of german shepherd i got a fact about a german shepherd german shepherd also, it's number two on the list. Oh, wow. It doesn't okay. matter if you guess the list. That's not the point. Some of these you're never going to get, and I'm going to love it. Tell me about the German Shepherd. I didn't have a whole lot on these uh, other than the, my famous one. Speaking of Red Dead Redemption, a famous dog from a video game is Dog Meat from Fallout 4. Yeah, that's good dog. Dog Meat is one of my favorite characters from a video game. I went to great lengths to find dog meat when he was lost, uh, to protect him when we fought, and to put cute clothes on him, including goggles. I even had a harness so I could pick him up. Would you take dog meat over Han Solo? Hmm. Well, what am I doing with him? Just hanging out? or As a character. Oh, well, dog meat can't talk, so Han Solo. He emotes with his face and other ways. And his butt and his tail. But no, I would still take Han Solo. Can you describe for the folks at home what a German Shepherd looks like? Uh, They're brownish, black, a little bit of both, maybe a little bit of gray in there, sort of some spots. They have How many legs? Four of them. They got it. How many tails? One tail. It's got some fluff on it. They have two pointy ears. They have a sharp beak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the German Shepherd is the world's smartest dog. Probably. No, actually, I think that's the border call. The only I note think. I have on here is because it's the not, the not the only time a German dog shows up in this list. So what's with all the Germans on the list? Are given... Who really won the World War Given II? the German Shepherd's propensity to sign up for police jobs and military jobs and put on, put on a uniform and grab a weapon, are German Shepherds the Nazis of the dog world. You're saying that other dogs don't like the German Shepherds. No, I'm saying, are they the Nazis? Are they the fascists of the dog world? Wanting to wear a uniform and march a little dog march and bite people they don't agree with. Adolf Hitler, listener of the show, he had a German Shepherd. What was his name? I think it might have been a her. 
was her Scuffles. Name? Yeah, that was it. That was it. Another famous German Shepherd. The closest to famous I could get. Famous is in quotation marks. The German Shepherd dog Jerry Lee from the movie Canine. Did you ever see the movie Canine? No. It stars... I saw K-19, The Widowmaker, starring Harrison Ford. This is a prequel. It stars John Belushi's less talented brother, Jim Belushi, as uh, a San Diego cop named Mike Dooley, who has a bad attitude, and gets paired with a mischievous, wise-ass drug dog named Jerry Lee for a case. And then hijinks ensue. And they become best friends in the end, right? Fucking boring. Licking formulaic, each other's faces right? and eating peanut butter together in bed. Yeah. Well, I like German Shepherds, but they shed too much. The dog went on to build a submarine, and that's where you get to K-19, the Widowmaker. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so number two, German Shepherd. So would you take Harrison Ford's character in the Widowmaker or Han Solo? Han Solo. I'm going to say Han Solo almost anything you put him up against. If you'd like to hear Brandon go on and on about Han Solo, listen to episode 11 of The Tennis Podcast. Or just keep listening to this one. It'll probably Are we happen. done with German Shepherds? Yep. Just give me another one. You've got the first two. I'm sure you're... I'm going to guess number three right sure, now. Do Golden it. Retriever. Did you look this up? No, but these are obvious. Well... And I know a lot about dogs. I used to work at a veterinarian. They're going to get a lot less obvious. The Golden Retriever, for, for the folks at home... Take your drawing you did of the Labrador Retriever. Put more hair on it. That's a Golden Retriever. The Golden Retriever I have on my list, the bullet point here, is a famous retriever by the name of Comet from Full House. Well, you know, the main dog in Homeward Bound was a Golden Retriever too, I think. Oh, that's right. He wasn't a lab. He was a Golden re- golden Retriever. And an Airbud. Airbud. Golden Retriever. Damn right. Airbud was a golden retriever. Airbud went on to conquer every sport that you could possibly cram on a direct to video movie. He didn't conquer professional wrestling. I there who knows? I there if you there's a bunch on Netflix right now and Airbud has dominated every sport. He is the Bo Jackson of dogs. UFC? Yeah, there's one where him kicking the shit out of an Irishman. I don't see people by their ethnicities like you do, so I, I everyone is on equal ground. He was fighting Conor McGregor, and he scratched him with his nails. Was that kid there from the first one? What kid? The kid from Airbud. Yeah, I don't know. I never saw it. I can't believe you just took us through the last few minutes without ever. Having well, seen I saw. Him. I can see the fucking image for what each Airbud movie entails. They don't bury the lead. Airbud. Uh, hockey bud, lacrosse bud, air bud. That's not how the. <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to move on from air bud because you're pissing I me off. Bring up comment from Full House because I want to pause for a moment and think about Full House. I mean, I guess we have to talk about it too because thinking is very quiet. You, did you watch a lot of Full House? Not do you? Maybe you do. Did you? When you're growing up, I. I've seen the show a few times, yeah. Hold on a second. You've only seen it a few times? I've seen probably 10 I'm episodes. Not, I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm familiar with the show. I'm happy for you that you have not seen every episode multiple times, and you don't fucking know why. You hate the show 
You think everything about the show sucks and is stupid, but you can't stop watching it when the shitty thing is on. From the time I was a kid, I knew that show sucked. I knew it was awful. And every Friday night... think about how good looking the one guy is. What's his name? Danny Tanner. Oh, Uncle Jesse. John Stamos. Yeah, Yeah, him. He's a good looking dude. He's dreamy. How would you stack him up against Aaron Eckhart? And by stack him up, I don't mean stack him up naked on top of each other. (laughs) Who's a more handsome fella? Yeah. Well, variety's the spice of life. Who am I to say which one's more handsome? I'm asking you which one's more handsome. Uh... Probably John Stamos because he's he lo- still looked handsome when he had a mullet. Yeah, he should have been the, he should have been Frankenstein's monster, <laughs> the most beautiful monster of all. Uh, all right, well that's golden retrievers. No, so far you've gotten them in order, and you think mm-hmm. you think you're the shit, but give me number four, fucking smartass. So I'm gonna say a few out loud, but I'm not gonna settle on number four. Mm-hmm. So just give me a minute. So we got the boxer, we got the border collie, the poodle, the shih tzu, the yorkie. Bulbasaur. You knew Pokemon. I know one, yeah. I know some. Name some. Pikachu, Squirtle, <laughs> Meowth. How do you know? How do you know Meowth? <laughs> because he's uh he's a bad guy, right? He's kind of a little rascal. Yeah. Yeah, I know Meowth. He's a rascal. I said Squirtle, right? Yeah. Remember Dragonite? Uh Uh-uh. Well, I... Okay. Charizard. Charmander. Mm Mm-hmm. You know these guys? No. I mean, I've heard the name before. No, that's it. That's all I know. Pokebugs. You know who Bulbasaur evolves into? Sabulba. Beezlebob. All right. Number four. I'm going to guess number four is... What, 30 seconds of silence? There's also the Chihuahua and the Dachshund. Yeah, those are dogs that exist also. Is it a big dog or a little dog? It's a little dog. I'm going to go with the Dachshund. You're wrong. You're dead wrong. The Dachshund's not even in the top 10. God, it feels good to bring you back down to reality. Let me tell you where the Dachshund is. Dachshund is number 13 on the list. You wish it was number one because it reminds you of the hot dogs you eat in the airport. Uh, no, it reminds me of Chewy the Dachshund who lives at my house. Dachshund is a weenie dog for the folks at home. <laughs> yeah, for the folks at home who are six years old. All right, what's number four then? Oh, I guess I have to guess it. Yeah, okay. Dachshund so is not about... on the list. You don't have to guess um, number four. Just guess a dog that's on the top ten. Shih Tzu. No, the Shih Tzu is not on the top ten list. One might say that that's bullshit Tzu. I don't have any facts on the bullshit zoo, on the shih tzu, uh, other than to tell you that they are number 20. Uh, give me another dog. You said it was small. So, Chihuahua? No, no, Chihuahua's on here. We're going to skip talking about Chihuahuas because... I just want to know what number. Chihu- oh, what number they are. Yeah, sure. Uh, Chihuahuas are... Oh, man, I'm scrolling. 32 on the list. You know, it's actually pronounced Chihuahua. <laughs> Chihuahuas. Chihuahua. Uh, Chihuahuas are number 32 on the list. They've been dropping since uh, 2013. They were number 22, and now they've been dropping. So, yeah, uh, not on the top 10. 
Is everything on here a full breed? So we're not going to be like a yeah, mix. Yeah, yeah, no mixes. Nothing. Okay. Nothing fancy. All right. Well, I'm trying to think what other small dogs. Uh, a Yorkie. Well, you're thinking really small, but yes, a Yorkshire Terrier is, Terrier is on here. What number? Yorkies are number nine on the list. The Yorkies, uh, for the folks at home who've never seen a dog before, uh, Yorkies are really small, usually like four, five, six pounds. Uh, they have long hypoallergenic hair, and they look like plush animals. They look fake. They're so cute that they look fake. And How many eyes? Two eyes. Four Four, four legs, two eyes. One for seeing and one for... for thinking. Uh, thinking, okay. Got it. I couldn't find any famous Yorkies. I didn't know a famous Yorkshire terrier. How about Gidget? Who's Gidget? Wasn't that like a famous TV dog in like the 60s? No, Gidget... No, Gidget was Sally Field. She's a human. Hmm. Gidget was Sally Field. No, a Yorkshire terrier... Uh, that is famous that I found is Smokey the War Dog. I got you want to hear about Smokey the War Dog? She was four pounds. She was seven inches tall. She was found in 1940. Now, hang on. You said she's four pounds. Do you, how many stones is she? I don't know how. That's for the conversion rate for that. It's like less than a quarter of a stone. Okay. But she was American. All right, go ahead. Or she was found by an American in an abandoned foxhole in the New Guinea jungle in 1944. Uh, and then she was sold to Corporal William A. Wynn of Cleveland, Ohio, for two Australian pounds, which is equal to uh, about $6.44 at the time. Uh, but this little dog would go on to be a real pal in the war. She backpacked and flew combat flights throughout the Pacific. Now, she carried a backpack or she was carried inside she of the backpack? She was carried inside of the backpack, but she might have also worn a little backpack inside that backpack. And she didn't f control the flight of the plane. She rode in a bag on that plane. Okay. She did, however, once parachute from a height of 30 feet out of a tree. Why? For fun? I think it was for fun. <laughs> Uh, but it, the fun part will make sense with the last fact about her. She once helped run telegraph wire for the Signal Corps. Uh, and it was a task that would have taken a lot of men, like three days to complete digging these holes. Uh, but she did it in a couple of minutes because she just ran through a little tube. Uh, but after the war, she also became the first therapy dog. The first therapy Yeah, she would welcome wounded soldiers uh, in the war, she was famous by then in the Pacific, and they all wanted to pet Smokey the War Dog. Now that that was cute and cuddly, because I didn't tell you that she died. I mean, she did eventually die, but I didn't. That wasn't part of the notes. That was a sweet story. What's this dog's name again? Smokey, Smokey the War Dog. I think it's because she liked to smoke cigarettes. It's a hell of a life for a little dog. Hell yeah. Let me ask you something. You mentioned she just she died. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the lifespan of dogs? Is Perfect. it just right? Too short? Too Perfect. long? I wish yeah. the lifespan of humans was that was the same. Every human except right. Then right. I could just you know, I wanted to maybe in uh, ten or twelve years I want to you know completely change who I hang out with. I want to be friends with goth kids.
I could be goth for a while. When you're an adult, man. Just switch everybody I hang out with to goth. Or maybe well, I you don't have to switch anyone you hang out with. You just have to start hanging out with people. Well, they'd be dying off. I'd feel bad about hanging out with like the jocks. And by all the time my jock friends died, I'd just go switch over and pick up some goth kids, friends. And then I'd switch over and... Yeah, I know, I know jock. Um, that's uh, right up your alley, jock friends. So, do you think that humans will ever find a way to extend life for the average human into like the hundreds of years? For a human? Yeah. Think, I mean, maybe it could be a thousand years from now, could be a hundred years from now, but or it could be tomorrow. Do you think the technology will ever exist to extend the lifetime of a human? Of the human body? No. Just of the okay. uh, to extend a consciousness, yes, because I watched Westworld and Black Mirror has an episode on that. Let's get back to the list. I got this is, gonna, we this is gonna run really long. Oh, bullshit. we're like a half hour. If human consciousness is extended, yeah. do you think that will happen in your lifetime? No, I'll be, I'll, I'm gonna die the normal way. Of a, Sitting in your recliner no. asleep. <laughs> I'm going to have a heart attack at snoring at 8.45 on a Thursday. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to die like most Americans. I'm going to fall f- like uh, face down at a sporting event screaming. <laughs> <laughs> With all your jock friends <laughs> present. Yeah. Oh, I got right, there's a right. jock dog on here too. So, I got some jock stuff for that. I'm, re- I'm surprised the Yorkies higher than the... Than the Shih Tzu and the Wiener Dog. Mm-hmm. I think the next dog we get will probably be a Yorkshire Terrier. All right. How about the Bulldog? The Bulldog. Well, there's two Bulldogs on this list. So, I'll talk about both of them. Bulldogs take up the fourth and fifth positions. Wow. I am shocked at how high. So, yeah. okay. Tell me about well, the Well, number four is the French Bulldog. Oh, the French The French Bulldog, bulldog uh, for the folks at home, is a Bulldog. That looks all shrunk down. Its proportions are all messed up and its ears are super big and it still has a tiny little bulldog face that's all a mess of extra skin and I want one so bad. How many noses? They have one. Well, it's kind of hard to tell. I think it's one, but there's a lot of extra stuff on their face. A lot of extra skin, a lot of extra fluff and folds and I love it. Yeah. I want a French Bulldog so bad, but I'm never going to get one for two reasons. One, as I mentioned before, they are very expensive. They cost thousands of dollars. Do they? Uh, yeah, that's what I've heard, like two or $3,000 for a French Bulldog. Did you hear that from someone who didn't want any other people to have French Bulldogs? <laughs> yeah. He wanted to be the only person that he had He was them. hoarding them. No, no, they're very expensive. You wouldn't want one of these. In that Seinfeld episode, was a villain. when that Jake Jarmel has the glasses that he doesn't want anyone else to have. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? All right. We can move on, but some people out there are nodding. They also have, I think, breathing and other health issues, and I feel bad for them. So they're very cute. Follow Walter the Frenchie on Instagram. Shout out to Walter. He's a listener. Listener of the show. I think Walter can fucking hear everything with those ears. That's number four, French Bulldog. Number five is just... A regular old big fat bulldog. English English bulldog. bulldog. <laughs> regular old big fat. There's two 
Uh, I got two famous bulldogs on here for number five. One is Tillman the skateboarding bulldog. <laughs> you laugh and you say, I don't know that dog, but I know a few years ago. No, I think I have seen Everyone it. saw Tillman the skateboarding bulldog. Tillman. <laughs> and for you jocks out there, Ugga. Ugga, the mascot for the University of Georgia. Okay. Do you want to hear a joke about Ugga, the dog who's the mascot for the University of Georgia? Does it have to do with Daniel Tiger saying Ugga, Ugga, Ugga? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay. Okay. I'll hear your joke. You know, Ugga, there's like Ugga, the guy in the mascot costume. Then there's Ugga, an actual dog, well, right? The guy in the mascot costume, his name's probably not Ugga, but we take There's him. a dog, an actual dog named Ugga, who attends the games, football games. <laughs> Does he get a? Does he get himself some popcorn and hot dog? Was he? Maybe a busy. He bone. wears a shirt. <laughs> so anyway, the University of Georgia football game. There's these two uh, hillbillies, two rednecks. Is oh. is there a difference? Wow! It, you can make fun of. You're making fun of the Irish. You're making fun of the hillbillies. The hillbillies. I'm a hillbilly. Well, yeah, you're goddamn right about that. I told my son, my son is five, I tell my son he's a hillbilly or he's part hillbilly and he gets very upset. I tell him we come from hill people. <laughs> uh, so there's these two hillbillies at a University of Georgia game. One of them looks down, he sees Ugga the dog and Ugga is licking his balls and Ugga is really going to town on him. And the first redneck season, he says, man, I wish that dog would do that to me. And the second redneck goes, man, that dog would bite you. Wait, that's it? <laughs> yes. What, what's the joke? You don't get that joke? Uh, if I told you that I wanted that dog to lick my balls, your first instinct wouldn't be to, like, oh, shock and horror and disgust. It would be to warn me that the dog might bite me. This is an awful joke. This is an amazing joke. Did you make this up? No. In your recliner? No, someone told it to me. I'd like to uh, classify that as a bad joke. Do you want to hear a good joke? Sure. Well, you're going to have to look that up later. You got the top, you got the first five. Let's hit. I got a fun fact about a bulldog. Okay. The bulldog, I don't know if the French applies to this too, but at least the English bulldog is unable to reproduce naturally. Did you know? They reproduce unnaturally? They do it missionary position? People have to take the semen from the bulldog and... I, I'm not really sure why, but the, just something about their bodies, uh -huh. they they can't achieve sexual intercourse in such a way that would that would impregnate the female or the male. Well, yeah, they, they're shaped like... Do either of your kids have any Zoom Zooms? Are you yeah. familiar what a Zoom Zoom is? No. T-S-U-M. T-S-U-M. Google it. Look. I hate it already. Google it. Right now? Yeah. Because this is what a bulldog is shaped like, and this is why they can't get their genitals to align. Click on images. and I, I got it. All right. First of all, <laughs> they're sort of egg slash cylindrical shaped, cute little pudgy shapes. They're toys, and they're basically shaped like a ball. It's like an elongated ball, and that's how, <laughs> okay. that's how a bulldog is shaped, and I try to get these, I try to line up these zoom zooms and get them to fuck all the time and <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. So, the bulldog is the same way. So, any bulldog you see was not the result of 
a male bulldog and a female bulldog having sexual relations. Yeah. Someone, Someone made that act. stepped in. A mad scientist. Frankenstein. Aaron Eckhart. A pervert. Aaron Eckhart and John Stamos made it happen. We got the top five and number nine. Yep. You'll never guess one of these. I'm going to guess next the Border Collie. No, not on the list at all. I'm going to guess next the Poodle. Yes, the Poodle is on the list. It's number seven. Was that the one I was never going to guess? No. And I don't, I have nothing for Poodle. I don't know any famous Poodles. God damn it. And I have to tell you something about Poodles. The ones that are super fluffy, especially the white mm-hmm. ones that have like a shape that where they're shaved somewhere and fluffy somewhere else. Okay. I know they're a dog, but they don't look like a dog to me, and it kind of weirds me out. Now, the, does the number seven poodle include all versions of the poodle? Mm-hmm. Or is miniature poodle a separate entry? No, it's just a big old puddle of poodle. You know, the poodle's probably smarter than you are. That's I what I I think the hear. smartest dogs are the poodle, the golden retriever, the German shepherd, and the border collie. If that dog's so smart, why is it shaving its ass in the winter? Well, it's not. It That is being inflicted upon it by its owner. Do you think that kind of haircut is is a little bit cruel to do to a dog? I don't know. It may not be. No. I No. But I think it's cruel to... Make me look at it. So, you're not a fan of the poodle, huh? I don't like the... I don't like that look. I don't know. I. It's just something... It reminds me of hedge animals, which reminds me of the book... The Shining, the hedge animals, remember? They came to life, and it was yes. creepy. Creepy in the book, not in the TV miniseries. And the poodle, when they have those puffy balls around like their feet and their chest and on their head, they kind of look like that. Well, not to fear anyone, because the poodles can have sex all they want, <laughs> unlike the bulldog, and unlike Brandon's Zoom Zooms. I don't know what else to say about poodles. I'm, I don't hate them. I don't dislike them they just make me uncomfortable i had a dog that was part poodle growing up did it have any he didn't really he didn't look like a poodle though okay good he didn't have any shaved areas no shaved on a dog bad how do you feel about the poodle haircut on a person like a really hairy guy no like their head so they'd have the poof in the back of the head Uh like a tail and then short hair on the head, and then kind of like um, the weekend, DD in Rugrats. Oh yeah, I think there's some people out yeah, there like with that, that haircut right now. There's some popular recording artists who do some of those some songs. That's like, you know, clubbing featuring Spizza. This is painful. Are you done? Oh no! I think young recording artists have a lot of poodle haircuts. You watch Rugrats, right? I've seen some Rugrats. Well, Rugrats was around the same time as Dexter's Lab. And last week you said you you, you knew nothing about Dexter's Lab. I don't know what to tell you about my past. I All I can tell you is that it includes a handful of episodes of Rugrats. I'm familiar with the Rugrats. No regrets about the Rugrats. How about Johnny Bravo? Mm-mm. God. Ugh. All right. Got a bad taste. How about in Space mouth? Ghost, Coast to Coast? Space, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Shout out to Zorak, listener of the show. Zorak, originating from the Bible. You can hear more about that. Episode 10 of the Tennis Podcast, where we discuss the most Google searched monsters in the history of the world.
So we got one lab, two German Shepherd, three Golden Retriever, four French Bulldog, five English Bulldog, seven Poodle, eight, uh, nine Yorkie. We're missing six, eight, and ten. And next, I'm going to guess the Rottweiler. Yes. I didn't. I, I did think you might guess with that one. The Rottweiler is number eight. For the folks at home, a Rottweiler is a big, strong dog with a big, square head. Nick, does is your dog part Rottweiler? His head and his coloring look. Yeah, everyone always asks that, but as far as we know, he has no Rottweiler, but we don't really know everything he has in him, so it's possible. But a Rottweiler makes a good guard dog. They're uh, strong, they're big, they got two eyes, four legs, <laughs> two in the front, two in the front, two in the back, two ears. Wait, two eyes in the front, two eyes in the back? No wonder they're a good guard dog. Right. How many assholes do they have? Just one? Uh, yours has two, one on its body and one doing a podcast. A Rottweiler is a badass dog. They're big, strong badasses. They wear big, thick, crazy chains around their necks. They're big uh, collars with spikes on them. (laughs) Yeah. They exclusively wear those. Rappers in the 90s loved Rottweilers, especially Rottweilers that had not been fixed. (laughs) Fix your dogs, people. uh, Yeah. Spay and neuter your dogs. Don't let them walk around making sad baby dogs shout out to famous rottweiler uh chop from grand theft auto 5 another rottweiler who was not fixed did you play with chop in grand theft auto 5 i have not played grand theft auto 5 but i know you play that by virtue of you mentioning it every episode well i got a new game red dead redemption 2 i know that one too there's dogs in red dead redemption don't worry are they up to snuff with dog meat from fallout i don't know the um the artificial intelligence on these video game animals has gotten so sophisticated that they poop now. So I need to follow a dog around in Red Dead Redemption to see if he takes a shit. Because I know the horses do. I followed a horse around last night until it took a shit. Okay. So if you went to a real life Westworld... I'd be following around the horse waiting to see when it took a shit. Yeah, okay. And then I would run as fast as I could to my wife to tell her. You know, that is an underrated aspect of the Old West is how stinky and shitty it is at all times. I love uh, history. I love, you know, historical documentaries and books and movies. And I have to continue to remind myself that up until like 1945, Nobody wore deodorant and everyone was covered in like dirt and shit all the time. And semen. Yeah. From their bulldogs. Exactly. Should we round out the list with six and ten here? Yeah. How about the Doberman Retriever? No. He's not on here. How about the Great Dane? No. I'm not convinced that a bunch of Great Danes aren't guys who've chosen to to live in dog suits. (laughs) Uh, is number six big or small? Number six is medium-sized. Small to medium-sized. It is a sporting dog. Uh, sporting dog, wait. Okay, so... They are famous for their uh, loud howling bark or braying beagle. bark. Beagle. beagle. Number six is the beagle, uh, which does have one of the most obnoxious barks. It's still not as obnoxious as my sidekick host. A famous beagle is a fellow by the name of Snoopy from Peanuts. Yeah, and can we, let's address this. 
he doesn't look like a beagle, okay? No, he doesn't. It's bothered me from day one. He's the laziest beagle. And he's white. Well, and, Beagles aren't white. And his his sidekick, uh, what's that little yellow bird's name? Persimmon. Uh, what's that bird's name? I don't know. Epiphany. I know what you're talking about. He has this little bird friend that has a cutesy little name. That bird has the roundest goddamn beak. What the hell? Does that not bother you that a bird has a head like a thumb? No, it bothers me that you are wasting airtime with this. What's that bird's name? Jeffrey Little it's Bird Woodstock. from Woodstock. Yeah, Woodstock. Woodstock, you dickhead. You don't have a beak. He has a beak. It's just a different beak. Sometimes people and animals are different than your preconceived name, little mind. Name a little tiny yellow bird that's real. Let's focus on the dog, which doesn't look anything like a beagle. I hate you, Woodstock. I can't watch. Uh, look, here's a picture of Woodstock wearing sunglasses. Yeah, I like it when he smiles. He smiles a lot. He has a good little smile. Oh, he's, uh, his occupation is he's Snoopy's secretary. Any other facts on beagles? No, I just wrote down Snoopy. Okay. I don't know anything else about him. Everyone knows what a beagle looks like. They have... Okay, for the folks at home, beagles are... Two legs in the front, two legs in the back. uh, Six eyes, two in the front, two in the back, two on the stomach. They can spin a web. They're white... (laughs) Yeah, they shoot silk from their spinnerets. They have, uh, they're white with black and brown spots. They have long ears. They bray when they bark. And they can fly. Hmm. Yeah, everyone knows what the beagle is. Is number 10 the basset hound? No. Number 10 is the one I don't think you're ever going to guess. And I don't. try. Okay, it's not a basset hound. Have we got that other German dog yet? No, it's a German dog. This is the other German dog. I had to look this dog up because I recognized what it looked like when I saw it, but I did not recognize the name. Once I I looked it up, I was like, oh, yeah, that dog. And you'll say the same thing. And so will all of our listeners, including Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Woodstock... I think you mentioned a dead dog. Han Solo. Han Solo. And then also... Jabba the Hutt. Peasants. Normal peasants like us. Do you know... Just name a dog that has the word German in its name. Oh, okay. German is in the name. Yeah. Uh, German... German Rascal. No. German... German Poochie. God. <laughs> Poochie. <laughs> German Chihuahua. It's the German short-haired pointer. A pointer. And if you don't know what this dog looks like, I didn't know until I looked it up. And then, like I said, everyone has seen this dog somewhere. It is... It's shocking that that's higher than yeah, it's, a lot of these other dogs. It's black and white spots are mottled all over with larger brown spots and a brown, mostly brown head. They're shaped a lot like... Well, they're shaped like a pointer, uh, which is similar, I guess, in shape to a like a leaner Labrador. I'm looking at him now. Cute guy. Yeah, it's a good looking dog. Yeah, I've seen him a bunch of times, but I've definitely seen him less than the Shih Tzu and the Doberman. My guess is that this dog is uh, popular with hunters. With hunters, I think. Uh, yeah, I think this is a popular. Um, 
probably duck hunting dog maybe you, you don't think people want to go hunting with the uh with the shih tzu <laughs> the yorkshire terrier the beagle you could go shopping f- or uh hunting for cr- shopping yeah you can go shopping with a with the York- dead animals uh, you could go hunting with a yorkie for crickets yeah so uh the thing about the german short-haired pointer is this is its first year in the top 10 Uh, 2017 is the first year it broke into the top 10 after being number 11 for the two years before that. And it kicked out for the first time since at least 2013 boxers. Boxers have been steadily dropping German short hair pointer kick boxers out of the top 10. So what number is a boxer now? Boxers number 11. Well, you learn something new every day with the 10 ish podcast. Some days less than others. So I'm going to go one more time through that top 10. Number 10, most popular dog breeds in the U.S. For 2017 was a German short-haired pointer. Number 9, Yorkie. Number 8, Rottweiler. Number 7, Poodles. Number 6, Beagles. Number 5, Bulldogs, specifically English. Number 4, French Bulldogs. Number 3, Golden Retriever. Number 2, the Nazis of the dog world, German Shepherds. And number 1, Labrador Retriever. There you have it. Maybe next time we'll do the top 10 most popular dog breeds in Finland. And for those of you who remember, uh, I promised cute and cuddly. And aside from all the mentions of uh, dog death and uh, Nazis yeah, and the nasty bulldog stuff, I think at least 45% of this ended up being cute and cuddly. I will respectfully disagree, but that's okay. All right, agree to disagree. I think I think the uh, amount of bulldog sex talk really helped layer things out a little bit, kind of helped rounded things out. Cuddly but not cute. We're going to wrap things up, but before we do, if you haven't already, subscribe to our show. You can subscribe on any podcast app. You can do it on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, Spotify, all of them. We are there. Subscribe and rate us five stars. Write us a little review ski. And while you're doing that, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod. That's 10ISHPOD. That's the place to go if you want to see cute, cuddly pictures of dogs this week. Um, and I also post a lot of damning evidence for Brandon and his hot dog consumption habits. Yeah, damning evidence of, of random photos from around the internet of assholes eating hot dog. That's hashtag hot dog Brandon. I'm sure you've already tweeted that by now a couple hundred times, but... Do it again so Brandon really gets uh, the message that people aren't buying his propaganda. I've never eaten a hot dog in front of you. You've eaten Del Taco immediately after. In and you out did the exact you. same thing. No. Yes, you I did. I pretended. You know how people sometimes pretend like they take a drink even though they don't because they don't want to offend someone? That's what I did to you Did you Del Taco. pretend your bloated gut sticking out after that? <laughs> All right. Well. Thanks, everybody. What else? No, Is that's that it? it. That's it. Okay. We're going to be back next week with the whole new top 10-ish list. Don't worry, everybody. I'll be doing the top 10 list that week, so I'll actually have some uh, research and evidence and hashtag Nick's notes to accompany uh, instead of just writing the word Snoopy as an entire entire talking point. Uh, And Snoopy, if anyone tries to tell you he's a beagle, you punch them right in the face. Brandon, Hmm. it's been somewhat of an inconvenience. (laughs) Not, Not a pleasure. So thank you for your time. Sure. We will see you next week. Later. Good boy, you made it. Here's a treat. A quick ad break. Also, psst, 
Tennis Pod Plus members get to skip these ads. Stay right there. Hey listeners, it's Brandon here, and I have a question for you. Do you love receiving electronic mail in your inbox? I want to let you know that the Tennis Podcast monthly email newsletter is here for you. Email is short for electronic mail. It's a free newsletter delivered directly to your inbox electronically on the first Friday of every month. Each e-newsletter comes with my very special cute little blog, The Sidekick Corner. In fact, the newsletter is the only place to read my blog. Plus, e-newsletter subscribers will be the first to see our future episode topics, which means the episode that I'm rudely interrupting right now, our e-newsletter subscribers electronically knew the list topic weeks in advance. The e-newsletter comes with other stuff too, like behind-the-scenes updates, merch discounts, and more. The best part? You can sign up right now in literally 10 seconds, electronically. All we need is an email electronic mail address. Go to tennispod.com slash newsletter to sign up and begin receiving the Tennis Podcast electronic mail newsletter. That's tennispod.com slash newsletter. See you in your inbox. Hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Brandon. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I don't know where things went wrong for you, but you're here with us now. And together we'll get through this, through this day, through this life together. This will be an uplifting, positive episode. Unless you have a mortal fear of dogs. Whoa, so this is a dog list. You're just going to start right off the bat with me here. It is a dog list. Well, let me tell you first how the show goes. Uh, One of us brings a top 10 list. The other one doesn't bring a list. The other one comes unprepared, except with a brain. Mm -hmm. And trust to guess the contents of that top 10 list. And today I brought a list about dogs, man's best friend and woman's- Allegedly. Best friend. Allegedly. The top 10 smartest dog breeds. Top 10- Smart dogs. Top 10 smart dogs. Okay. I can dig that. And what's that based on? So, these came from PetMD.com, which I assume is the veterinary equivalent of WebMD, the world's foremost authority Mm -hmm. on canine intelligence. Mm -hmm. Probably. Hmm. Smartest dogs. Okay. So, because we did most popular dog breeds in America. Right. Back in early in our show's history. I wonder how much crossover there is with that list and this list. Well, smart dogs are often popular dogs. People want a smart dog, although I think there's some warning signs in this list that many people might not be able to handle a smart dog. You might, like me, want a stupid dog, uh, like Chewy. Can you elaborate on why one would prefer a stupid dog? Well, we'll get into that. Uh, I'll get into the problems that occur when a smart dog is not kept busy, isn't given ways to exercise their mind. Yeah, well, I guess there's no secret. There's no like, there's no reveal needed for that. That uh, smart dogs need something to exercise their minds and they don't have that. They're destructive. And Chewy, uh, my long-haired dachshund, has never been destructive and I account Part of that, the fact that he doesn't have a very good brain. I think his brain's probably worse off after living with you for so many years. And I also think his brain does get plenty of exercise because he's constantly trying to figure you out at all times of every day. Chewie and I are simpatico. We have each other figured out very well. Are you guys a lot alike? Do you also shit in the garage? 
I probably could. Well, I know you could, Brandon. I probably would. That doesn't help me. <laughs> that you could shit in the garage. That's extremely unhelpful input for this podcast. Now, you know a lot about dogs. I do. Because you've been around some dogs. I, I worked at a veterinary office for over five years and I've been a lifelong fan of dogs. You're a dog expert. I like dogs a lot. I like cats you too. Could, I like penguins. I like monkeys. I like animals. You could be a judge in the, the Mayflower dog show, right? No, but I'd love to just guess this list. Well, let's do that. Smart dogs. These are the smartest dog breeds, not individually smart dogs. Okay. So, I, give me a guess. Can I guess what dogs are not on the list? Yeah. I'm going to guess the Basset Hound is not on there. Mm-mm, not known for his brain. I'm going to guess the Beagle. Actually, I think the Beagle is pretty smart. No Beagle though, I'm going to say. No top 10. No Beagle. No Dachshund. No long-haired Dachshunds at all. No short-haired Dachshund. Uh-uh. No Bulldog. No Bulldogs. I'm nailing the list in reverse so far. This isn't top 10 biggest dog butt breeds. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to guess this list in reverse from 10 down because mm-hmm. unlike you, I don't like to spoil number one in the first five fucking minutes of this show. I can't help it. Try it. Go ahead. I'm going to say that number 10 or I'm going to say in the 7 to 10 range, Dalmatian. There's no Dalmatian in the top 10. List is fucking rigged. I'm going to say, hmm, harder than I thought because I feel like I got the top five down. Maybe. Uh, I'll say uh, Doberman in the second half of the top 10. Doberman is in the first half of the top 10. He's number, he or she is number five. You're a sexist pig. The Doberman Pinscher. But look at that. Number five, that's as close as you get to the second half of the top 10. Yeah, while still being in the first half. Yeah, so give me some credit. Well, I'll give you the Doberman. It's a medium to large breed of domestic dog. Hmm. Developed around 1890 by a guy named Carl Doberman, a tax collector from Germany. It sounds like the perfect guy to create this dog. He didn't create the dog, did he? He made it in a lab. It's like a Frankenweenie. The Doberman has a long muzzle. It stands on its pads. It's usually not heavy-footed. They have- What the hell does that mean, heavy-footed? They don't plop around like a St. Bernard. They're spry. Their tail is usually docked. Their ears are cropped, so they stick up. In some countries, it's illegal to do that because it probably hurts. Why do they do that? Just for the aesthetic? I guess so. They are intelligent, alert, tenaciously loyal companions and guard dogs. They're black and tan, if you don't remember what they look like. Mostly, they're black and tan. I think some are not. I think they look better with a tail. I think you'd look better with a tail. It would distract us from your stupid fucking face. A skin-covered monkey tail? Yeah. They're stereotyped as being ferocious and aggressive. Because they're often rappers guard dogs. like them. Yeah. Right. Snoop Dogg. No, I thought, it's, I thought rappers like Rottweilers. Or do, they... do you remember when Snoop Dogg in that video morphed into a dog? He morphed into a Doberman. He became one of those, um, what do they call it, anamorphs? <laughs> God. There's an anamorph of Snoop Dogg becoming a Doberman. It's been too long since we've had a deep dive in anamorphs. Should we just talk about that for a minute? No. Okay. Um, but Snoop Dogg is a Doberman. Is the kind of dog Snoop is. Wasn't he a lion for a little bit? Snoop lion? Yeah. Yeah. What happened to that whole thing? He channels whatever animal he needs to to get the job well, done. Well, so far it's been two, a dog and a lion. Well, 
the job is really simple. It's smoking a bunch of weed. So, he doesn't <laughs> have to draw on a whole lot of different animals for that. I like Dobermans. Yeah, they're uh, super smart. How many eyes do they have? They are able to do mental tasks such as learning, problem solving. They're good at understanding communications. It has the highest rank in general trainability. The highest rank in general trainability. Interesting. I thought that would have been a different dog that I'm guessing is number one or two. So, yeah, Doberman is number five. So, why is it that a Doberman is not like serving in the military? Or police dogs. I don't think they're big enough. They're not heavy-footed enough. Heavy, You and the heavy feet again. There's another dog that's better suited for that work. Well, I've seen Doberman as attack dogs though. Right. Like Snoop Dogg. Okay. So, that's the Doberman number five. I'm going to guess that the Golden Retriever is number three. It's number four. Look at that. I need you to reach through the computer screen where we're having this Skype call. Mm-hmm. Put your hand upon my upper back shoulder area. Gross. Lift your hand no. up, bring it back down in a padding no. motion and then repeat that motion five or six times. That's what I need from you right now. I refuse. I'm so impressed with myself for how well I'm doing on this list already. Well, I'm glad you are and I hope you hold on to that. Oh, I will. Tell me about the Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever is a large sized gun dog. They call it a gun dog because you use it to retrieve waterfowl after you shoot them, such as ducks and upland game birds. That's why they got a soft mouth. They can hold it very softly. What the hell? Have you never heard that? Oh, like they can hold things without like killing it? They hold things very softly, yeah. They can hold an egg in their mouth or something. Are you talking about... Okay. They're also popular as disability assistance dogs. They can help people being guided them around when they're blind. They can help them with hearing stuff when they're deaf. I don't know how that works. They work in search and rescue. They're good guard dogs. They're good. They're the third most popular family breed dog because mm-hmm. they love kids. They are healthy eaters. They require two or more hours a day of exercise. That's a lot of exercise. <laughs> yeah, that dog could never live with you. But, you know, as you're talking about these dogs, every one of these dogs is a better member of society than I am. Yes. Than, and you, than the, either of us. These dogs wow. are more deserving of love, attention, pets, belly rubs than I'll ever be. And I'm okay with that. I'm fine with it. Dogs deserve it. They're little pooches, poochies. Comet on Full House was a golden retriever. If you say so. Airbud was a golden retriever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two presidents had didn't uh, obama had one right nope he had a a um what was it called oh its name is bo and it was uh, i can't believe i'm googling bo obama it was a portuguese water dog kind of looks a little bit like a poodle in its hair type i think it's a hypoallergenic dog tell me the presidents presidents were gerald r ford had one named liberty and Victory was the name of the one owned by Ronald Reagan. Okay, so both of them are pretty recent. Sure, 40 years ago. So, that's a golden retriever, a very intelligent dog with a soft mouth. And he's cute. Retrieve your dead ducks. And he's cute. And they're very cute. He or she is cute. Right. 
and he or she can retrieve your dead ducks or rescue you in water or life save you in water or sniff you at the airport. Mm-hmm. Let's learn what your next guest is. Guess. God damn it. Mm. Let's learn what your next guess is. Number two is the German Shepherd. Wrong. Idiot. It's number three. Okay, but still, that deserves a reach Whatever. through the screen back pat for how close it is. Not reaching anywhere. Not what I heard. Now, let me tell you about a German Shepherd. I'm ready. They work with disability assistance, although I would like to see how they compare to a helper monkey. <laughs> no, I, would, I would also like to see that. They, all, they do search and rescue. I do just want to see a monkey in general. And the German Shepherd is the dog that's perfectly suited for police and military roles, not just because of its intelligence, but because it has a crazy strong bite. Their bite is significantly stronger than that of a Rottweiler or a pit bull. And so, they can bite them hard and take them down. In the military, they're used for scout duty. They can check for booby traps. What? Booby traps. And they can parachute from aircraft. Okay, wait a minute. And they can jump out of helicopters. They can parachute from aircraft. <laughs> they have, I don't know how they deploy their chute. They have to be riding with somebody, right? Like in tandem? Yeah. Maybe. I love the idea of a dog just dangling from the parachute. He's all happy about it. And they are used as anti-tank weapons. And now, I don't know, understand how that works. I'm really afraid that it means they send the dog at the tank to blow up the tank. But I don't think they would do that because they want to uh, keep using the dog that they spent so much time to train. Plus, the dog's cute. Right. It would make everybody sad on both sides. Now, let me tell you something else about German Shepherds. Tell me. They might not have needed... They should have maybe been left in Germany. Because they're wreaking havoc in Australia. Australia in 1999 provided statistics saying that German Shepherds were the third breed most likely to attack a person in Australian locales. Okay. But in their defense, I feel like any kind of animal in an Australian locale is planning some kind of an attack. Also in their defense, number three, I mean, what is that? Two people attacked per year in Australia? I mean, come on. Who gives a fuck? The other ones were wild dogs and dingoes. Dingoes. Holy shit. So, that's the German Shepherd. It's number three, not number two. Adolf Hitler, listener of the show, had a German Shepherd. Yep. You remember its name? Peaches. Okay, why don't I give you another guess? Well, do you know what the real number two is, smarty pants? Number two is the poodle. Number two is the poodle. God. You Damn. are a useful member of society. I'm the not numbers... useful as a friend, a father, mm -mm. a brother, but I am useful as someone guessing smart dog breeds on this podcast. Poodle is number two, the second most smartest dog breed and it's most likely that it came from France. But Germany tried to elbow in and say it lay a little bit of claim yeah, to this. Typical, typical. It was very popular in Germany in the 15th and 16th centuries. Uh, it was likely originally bred in France to retrieve waterfowl thanks to its swimming ability. Poodles are good swimmers. 
Which goes against, you'd think they're curly hair. They look like loofahs. That, well, okay, I guess that's a good point. Because I was thinking that would like resist against swimming, right? No, I think they, they look like they would get heavy with water. Right, which like would make lo- it harder to swim. Right. No, but they don't. I don't know how. The poodles contributed to many other dog breeds, such as the miniature schnauzer and dogs of the Bichon type, to save those breeds from extinction or reduce their size or improve their appearance. There's a little poodle in all those guys. Okay, so poodle was first. Yeah, but let me tell you about a famous poodle. Goes by the name of Mustache. Are you ready for Mustache the Poodle? Oh, I'm ready. I was born ready. This is awesome. Listen to this sentence. Many poodles are famous for their heroics during battles in European wars. I'm already excited about this anecdote. In fact, the poodle is only one of 32 breeds recognized by the United States military as being fit for combat. How many breeds? 32. Okay. One of only 32. So, Mustache is one of the most famous battle-tested poodles. (laughs) Born in France in 1799. Mustache participated in the French Revolutionary and Napoleonic Wars. His feats include alerting his regiment to a surprise night attack during the Italian campaign of the Revolutionary War, as well as discovering an Austrian spy at the Battle of Austerlitz. Mustache suffered several injuries during his battles, which resulted in having a leg amputated. Despite his injuries, he continued to fight alongside soldiers in many more battles. Listen to this. Before being killed by a cannonball during the Battle of Badajoz at the age of 12. (laughs) That is bad. That is a badass How does a dog fight in in a battlefield? He bites and scratches. They just shoot him. Well, that's how he died, by a cannonball. By a cannonball. He probably just disappeared in a cloud of pink mist. Pink? <laughs> you just assume he's pink? No, the, his blood and guts. Okay, okay. Uh, that was Mustache the Poodle. Yeah, I, that's incredible. I'm really proud of Mustache and what he's contributed to the French Revolutionary War. What a cute name. Uh, I wonder where the name came from. It might have been pronounced like Mustache <laughs> because he's French, but his name's Mustache. That's a great name for a dog too. Maybe you have to have a mouthful of um, French's mustard when you say the name to really get Or water, a mouthful of waterfowl. That too. You got four already. You've got number five through number two. Yeah. You don't know number one. Number one is the border collie. Well, shit. You're wrong. What? Now you're right. I see. So, let me tell you about a border collie. No, we're pausing. I want everyone now to take their hands, Brandon, you too, Mm-mm. take your take your right hand up, your left hand up, bring them together, pull them back apart, bring them together, pull them back apart, bring them together. That's three. Repeat that and then say, go Nick. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Ready? I'm mm-hmm. giving, giving everyone a second to get their hands prepared. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, go Nick. Congrats. It's amazing. Should we call Guinness World Records to let them know? Should I do that or for you? you we'll you could submit do it. this. Yeah. We'll submit this as evidence. Border Collie. It's a working and herding breed developed in the Scottish borders for herding livestock. They are highly intelligent 
extremely energetic, acrobatic, and athletic. Everything that I read about Border Collies kept sounding like a warning about their energy level. It made it sound like it wasn't all positives and that you should really be warned about their energy and intelligence level because they'll get, you know, they'll start tearing up your house when they get bored. They also work as search and rescue sniffer dogs and as therapy dogs. I think therapy dog would be a good job for Chewy on account of his brain is bad, but his body is soft and squishy. Hmm. So, let me tell you about two of the smarter bo- smartest border collies. <laughs> okay. The smartest? The smartest. Rico is a border collie that was studied because he had a vocabulary, or I'm sorry, he could recognize. I was going to say, this is big. No. Well, wait, it gets bigger. Rico was studied because he could recognize up to 200 objects by name. Let that sink in. This dog is smarter than you are. Well, I've actually read a stat that the average dog is as smart intellectually as the average two-year-old human. I believe it. I got a baby that's pulling stuff down on his own head all the time over here. Now, Rico was thought to be one of the smartest dogs that ever lived until Betsy came along. Betsy the Border Collie, she has had a vocabulary of over 340 words, which rivals great apes in intelligence and lateral thinking. After hearing a word only twice, Betsy could integrate it into a command or instruction. She could also interpret the correlation between a 2D image and the object that it was depicting. So, you could show Betsy the Border Collie a picture of a doll, of like a Raggedy Ann doll and say, Betsy, go get Raggedy Ann and she would go get the doll that looked exactly like the picture she had just seen. And then Betsy died at the age of 14. She got hit by a cannonball. Interesting. That's a joke, right? She didn't get hit by a cannonball. I think she died of natural causes. Yeah. Betsy the Border Collie. Well, that was great. Thank you for that. That was stuff you didn't know about Border Collies. Now, you haven't guessed anything in the last half. Well, before before we do that. Yeah. You were talking about how smart this damn Border Collie is and I'm really impressed with how smart they are. Do you think if humans ceased to exist, which is not that impossible eventually. Right, maybe later this summer. And dogs were left here. Mm-hmm. Do you think dogs are some other animal, I guess? How long until they started driving our cars? Right, how long? Because it's just a matter of time before a new dominant species figures things out. Dog people? Dog boys? I want a real answer. I think it's going to have to take a few million years or maybe even several hundred thousand years. But I think we've really primed the pump for dog people to develop. How long until they start talking? I guess they wouldn't talk. They would just, they would create a language using their barks, right? Well, I think early humans probably did something like, like monkey noises like (laughs) and then (laughs) it develops. So, I think they're mouths could, their mouths could evolve over time if you believe in such nonsense. I ain't no monkey. To speak. I think they need a larynx. I don't know if they have that, a voice box. Well, no, but I'm sure we didn't from the beginning either, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. They'll develop that. How long does that take? I don't know, probably about five years. Well, I hope- (laughs) I don't know. I think it takes like a million years. I hope it happens soon so they can- they can join people in 
getting a free seven-day trial to Blinkist at Blinkist.com slash tennis. I think they should let dogs drive uh, semi-trucks as a transition <sighs> to robots. That's a great idea. Can someone out there that's in a high political position write that idea down? Dog truck drivers. Dog truck drivers as a transition to robot truck drivers. Did I have that right? Anything you want to add to that? If you drew like a map of what it looks like from human to robot driver in the middle is a dog or a half man, half robot. Probably a border collie. Yeah. So, 10 through 6, you got nothing on. You probably don't know any of these. I do. Well, then show me. Rottweiler. Rottweiler, what do you think? What number do you think? Eight. No. So stupid, it's number nine. Okay. I'm not going to say it, but I know everyone out there is impressed. Let me impress you with what a Rottweiler is. It's a German dog. It's a domestic German dog. It's medium to large or large. And these dogs have muscles. Well, you know, literally every dog that has ever existed has muscles. Big muscles. Okay. These dogs look like beefcakes. Easy okay. beefs, they call these dogs. <laughs> Their main use was to herd livestock and to pull carts that were loaded with butchered meat to the market. Why just butchered meat? Why not just expand they were that? Because they were known in German as Rottweiler Metzgerhund. It means Rottweiler butcher's dogs and they were used. But why not just use that ability to carry all kinds of carts, not just butchered meat? Why limit yourself? They just thought they were really good at it and they kept sticking with it. And they're also used as search and rescue dogs, guard dogs, and police dogs. Are they still used in Germany that way? Probably. They're one of the oldest herding breeds. Uh, their history possibly dates back to the Roman Empire. Hmm. Uh, the Rottweiler may be a descendant of an ancient Roman drover dog. Do you mean in theory the Roman Empire since history didn't actually start until the 1900s and everything before that is just a lie in history books? Is that true? Now, they've been police dogs for several hundred years already. And I have to imagine that in the early years, they were just used as, as like an extra way to hurt somebody. <laughs> they kind of have big thick necks. Like they're, they look like, like if The Rock was mm -hmm. a dog, I think The Rock would be a Rottweiler, a Rockweiler. A Rockweiler, you know I mean? yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah, they're big and strong, big thick strong necks. Uh, they can herd up your animals, whether that's a sheep or a llama or a whole bunch of other dogs. Yeah. So, in the media, they're usually portrayed as aggressive or even malevolent dogs. Uh, in the Omen, that scary dog, there was a scary dog in the Omen. He was a Rottweiler? Mm-hmm. Let's see. And that's it. That's the only facts about Rottweilers. We covered it all. Mm-hmm. I love Rottweilers and you know my dog, Mr. Muffy is- He's got some of that in him. He's, well, we don't know. He's a mixed breed and we don't really know what he's got except we were told his mother was part pug, part dachshund. So, he must have got this from his father dog. I'm pasting a link to a picture of a Rottweiler from the wiki page here and the head, the head and face look just, just like old Mr. Muffy. Yeah, except it's much bigger. Muffy's got right. a small head. Muffy's, by the way, Muffy's like a 30-pound dog. So, he's like the size of a two-year-old child. It's a little smaller actually. So, yeah, he, I guess his father could have been part Rottweiler but it's hard for me to imagine a Rottweiler and a dachshund. Getting it on? Well, then again, it's not that hard for me to imagine. Am I right? Uh.
So, yeah, maybe he's got... People think he's a Rottweiler puppy all the time, even though he's almost 10 years old. So, maybe he does. What a sweet guy. He didn't get any of the ferocity or aggressiveness from Rottweilers, except when it comes to wanting to maim the mailman. and He hates mail. Chop him up into little tiny bits. He read about the Unabomber once and he's not letting that shit happen Mm. at his house. Guard dog. So, now you got one out of the bottom 10. Okay. Should I continue to impress you and our listeners with more? Okay. Dazzle me. Did you have a stroke? I'm thinking. Labrador Retriever. Labrador Retriever is number seven. The Labrador, everybody knows what what this large type of gun retriever dog looks like. It's one of the most popular breeds in Canada, the United Kingdom, and the United States. I believe it is the most popular breed if I'm not mistaken. It is. It's a favorite for disability assistance. They're frequently trained. uh, They're the ones that I most frequently see associated with the blind. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, They're also assisting people who have autism. They're good therapy dogs. They do screening and detection work for law enforcement and other official agencies. And then, of course, they're sporting and hunting. They got a lot of energy too. Yes. They are also not small. They can get up to be be anywhere from like 60 to 80 pounds. I knew a 200-pound lab named Jake. Was he a big fat... Was he a fat dog? He was on an extended stay at the vet I worked at because he was, oh, on, no. he was on a weight loss program that he needed to be in constant supervision. Because would he just eat like crazy he, when he had a chance? Yeah, he was the sweetest dog though but old Jake didn't make it unfortunately. Uh, did he die of obesity related problems? Yeah, he did. That's a bummer. Yeah, he was a cute doggy though. He's very friendly. So, Labs are one of the sweetest dogs I think you can get. They're a great family dog. Uh, They're good with children and other animals. So, if you're thinking about a dog, go adopt a dog that's got a lot of Lab in it is my advice rather than go to a breeder because Chewy came from a breeder and I think that's why he has a brain made out of a dented ping pong ball. Whoa, hot take. That's just my guess. Leave Chewy alone, come on. I think Chewy is the product of inbreeding. I still love him. I just think he's less than. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, labs Holy are prone shit. to obesity. They like to eat. Yeah. Don't we all? Some of us more than others. Some sidekick hosts in Atlanta airports more than others. Now, you remember we talked about Endel, the service dog, when we talked about the most popular dog breed. I do remember Endel. Endel is the most decorated dog in the world. But there's some other famous dogs, such as Sadie. Sadie is a black Labrador retriever. Why do you have to say her color? And was a recipient of the Dickon Medal. Dickon. She was a recipient of the Dickon Medal. And she just died this year. She was 23 years old. What? Yes. How is that possible? Is she like the oldest dog on record? She was born in 1996. I mean, that is- She died this year in 2019. That's crazy. She was is from the United Kingdom, which is an animal equivalent of the Victoria Cross. She detected an explosive device outside the UN headquarters in Kabul in November 2005. Yeah, so she has saved people's lives. Uh, she served in Bosnia, Iraq, and Afghanistan. What's her name? Sadie. Sadie, okay. Uh, and then she, following her military service, uh, she 
was awarded the Dickin Medal. You don't get that by dicking around. Hmm. Am I right? And then she retired to live with her handler. God bless you, Sadie. Sadie has done more for the world than you. Hey, I'm not even mad about it. She, you're right. Uh, there's other dogs. And Robert. I bet she did it all while being cute as a button. Yeah, there's other Labradors who have received the Dickin Medal for stuff such as she led, oh, uh, Salty and Roselle, two guide dogs. One of them led their blind owners down more than 70 flights of stairs to escape from the damaged World Trade Center in September 2001. Holy shit. So, there are labs. I've never heard of that. That's crazy. At least two dogs saved their owners or helped their owners escaped on September 11th. There was a dog, I don't know if it was a lab off the top of my head, but there was a dog that led its blind owner through the entire Appalachian Trail. Holy hell. Yeah. I don't remember how long, for, for, I'm going to explain to the folks at home how long the Appalachian Trail is. Uh, if you've never heard of it, it's a big ass trail. You can hike from, let's see. It's a marked hiking trail in the eastern U.S. It goes from Springer Mountain in Georgia to Mount Katahdin in Maine. So, from Maine to Georgia, it's 2,200 miles long. And evidently, there's some badass dogs that have led people across 2,200 miles of- You think Chewy could do that for you? He would run at the end of his leash for the first like half a mile. <laughs> And then I would carry him for the remaining 2,219 and a half miles. Uh, but, but at least he's fucking cute. Yeah. For the first half, he would be all about it, like straining against his leash and uh -huh. going, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. And then about half a mile, he would turn around and sit down in front of me like, pick me up. <laughs> nah, Chewy, he's no Labrador retriever. So, you were talking about that lab that won the Dickin Award? Mm-hmm. I haven't won the dick in, but I've won the dick out. Am I right? Uh, so, why don't we uh, do another guess here unless you have more on the Labrador. Nope. There's three more dogs, smart dogs that you have not recognized yet. No. I may have recognized them in my head. I just have not said them yet. Well, testify. Australian Shepherd. Feels so good to say this. <sighs> you're, you're dumb. And you're wrong. It's not. There's no Australian Shepherd. Although there is an Australian dog. Pointer. No. Australian. What am I forgetting? Australian cattle dog? Yes. The Australian cattle dog. Well, let's at least give credit that I was Australian. I was in ballpark. I was there. Yeah. I was right there. Now, despite the fact that this dog is from Australia. Allegedly. It's not a bloodthirsty monster. Right. It's called an ACD. Uh, sometimes just a cattle dog. Around here, uh, it's known as a blue healer and they're also known as a red healer uh, depending on the basis of their coloring. But I used to have, when I was growing up, an Australian cattle dog, a blue healer named Bandit. So, I have, I have some first-hand experience with the intelligence of the Australian cattle dog. Now, they were originally bred uh, they're a working breed and they're a herding dog and they're originally bred to herd by biting. So, they are known to nip at running children. This makes them not, maybe not the best dog for a small child but we didn't have it when I was a small child. I was a teenager and so was my brother and he was an awesome dog. Now, they are extremely intelligent, kind of medium sized. They get up to between uh, 33 and 49 pounds. They're very, very smart. 
and they require entertainment or uh, activities. You have to give them something to do and something to chew on because Bandit was not given those things at first and he ate our fence and he ate our house. He ate your house. He ate the outside of the house. So, if a doctor did an x-ray, there'd just be a perfect outline of a house. Yeah, siding. There was like a wooden siding in his tummy. One time, my dad had uh, smoked some barbecued meats and the meats were wrapped uh, in, a, in a plastic to help keep like some of the meat juices in and then- Of course. When, when it was all unwrapped, he had put some of the, that uh, empty plastic wrap with barbecue sauces, juices on it into another bag that was outside. Anyway, Bandit got into it and I didn't know that. I found it out when he barfed it up. Uh, my parents weren't home. We were watching him and he barfed it up on their carpet and it was a giant pile of plastic, of barbecue flavored plastic that I had to pull out of their fine carpet. Did Bandit, after doing it, just look at you and say, what bitch? Didn't bother him at all. He didn't he, he would barf every once in a while if his uh, tummy didn't agree with him. He just barfed and went on with his life. Yeah. No, that's, that's fine. Uh, and Bandit uh, counted once, could understand up to... And that's why when they said uh, Betsy the Border Collie had a vocabulary of over 340 words, compare that to Bandit. One time he counted and it was about 60 different words and phrases that he recognized and could respond to. So, Bandit knew almost as many words as you do. Bandit was a pretty smart guy. What number yeah. did you say the cattle dog is? I'm sorry. Australian cattle dogs are number 10 on the list. Number 10 on this list, but number one in my heart. So, I need number eight and number six. One of those yeah. is the Shetland sheepdog. God bless. It's number six. Look at me. Now, the Shetland sheepdog is uh, also called the Sheltie or the Shetland Collie. It's another breed of herding dog. Uh, they are small, but intelligent, vocal, excitable, and willing to please. Incredibly loyal and they get strongly attached to your family. A Shetland Sheepdog would be a good dog if you have, if you have or you're starting a family. The most famous, do you know who the most famous, famous Shetland, god damn it, do you know who the most famous Shetland Sheepdog is. We need another Brandon Bloopers episode and- Well, we're heading for it really quick. To answer your question, it's Lassie. Yeah, although Lass Lassie's not even mentioned on the Shetland Sheepdog page. Wiki page? Yeah. You were hoping I didn't know who Lassie is, weren't you? I was hoping you didn't. Because you were going to make fun of me. Did you ever watch any episodes of Lassie? No, because I was born like 50 years after the last episode. Well, so was I, but when I was a kid, oh, no. they used to rerun episodes of Lassie from the TV show, which ran from 1954 to 1973. Okay. Well, I watched it. It came on reruns. So, Timmy and Lassie and, you know, Timmy falling down the well and Timmy in a broke, uh, burning barn, all that stuff. Intimately familiar with Lassie. You think Chewie would save you from a burning barn? Am I, I'm inside the burning barn yeah. and Chewie's going to run out and get help. Or drag you out himself. No. Chewie runs outside. <laughs> he sniffs outside for something gross or dead on the ground <laughs> and he rolls on it 
in his on his back. So, someone shows up and they find a charred husk of a barn with a skeleton inside <laughs> and Chewie is covered with like dead worm smell. <laughs> and not given a shit that you're nowhere no, to be found. he's just like, who's going to scratch this belly now? Chewie, you're a hell of a guy. I like you. Well, I think my dog would try to save me from the barn but then if there was any sort of old cow pies in that barn, he might find He it. might roll around in that shit. Right. Does he roll, does Muffy like to get shit on him and smell like shit if he gets a chance? Well, not shit but dead, dead animals and stuff. I think all yeah. dogs do that. Are other dogs attracted to that? Are they trying to hide their scent? What's going on? I, I don't know but it might be that they want to save that scent for later because they like it. To enjoy it? Yeah. Oh. Because I don't think they'd be trying to hide their scent because they piss on everything they can find to spread their scent. Right. I don't know. You know what else my dog does is, and my last dog did this too, like if you'll come inside after a walk and it like feels good outside or it's um, hot outside or whatever, mm -hmm. he'll come back in and just roll around like an idiot for like 10 minutes on the rug. And my last dog would do it after he ate. After every meal, he'd go roll around like he was trying to scratch a niche on his back. He's just enjoying it. I think it's like they're so into it that they can't control themselves. Like this day is the fucking best. You know what would top it off? Scratching my back all over the carpet. It's kind of like you when you find out you're going to the Atlanta airport, you just drop down and start rolling all over the ground. Now, we have, we have some travel coming up yeah. next week. Are we going through Atlanta? I know one stop is through Chicago O'Hare. Are we going through the Atlanta airport? I don't I, think so. I don't know but I hope not because I don't want to miss our flight from you staring at the hot dogs the whole time and not being able to get to the gate. Oh boy. That's hashtag hot dog Brandon. Well, speaking of hot dogs, there's one smoking hot dog left on this list. Yeah, now this I might have trouble with here. I think you are going to have trouble with it. Is this a common dog? Yes, but I never would have guessed that this dog was on here. To me, this dog does not fit with the rest on the list. It's not a pug. It's not a pug. Not a shih tzu. It's not a shih tzu. Is it small or big? It's small. That's part of why it doesn't fit in with the rest of this group. It's not a chihuahua. This is not a working dog. I'm going to throw out a few. They're, they're not necessarily guesses. I'm just kind of sorting through this in my head. Bashan Fries. Did I say it? Not a Yorkie. Um, a Terrier. No. A Scotty. No. Would you like a hint? Yeah. It is a Spaniel. Cocker Spaniel. No. Cocker Spaniel? I hardly know her Spaniel. Let's pause for everyone to get their groans out of the way. Spaniel. Hang on, they're still groaning. All right, I think we're good. English? Spaniel? No. Is that, is that even a thing? It's French. French Spaniel. <laughs> no. Uh, it starts with a P. I don't know. What is it? Papillon. P-A-P-I-L-L-O-N. I know that dog. Yeah. They also call the Continental Toy Spaniel. It is a breed of the Spaniel type. It is one of the oldest toy Spaniels, deriving its name from the characteristic butterfly look of the long fringed hair on their ears. They're very, very cute. They have tiny little bodies, kind of short and thin, with a little pointy nose and they have bright, dark eyes that look like, they make them look like little dolls. They look fake. They're so cute, they look fake. 
They're very smart and self-assured dogs. They love learning new tricks. They're very sociable. They like other pets as well. Uh, their ears are the most iconic part of them. That's the part most people would recognize. Uh, they are in a lot of art, like Renaissance period art. 16 and 1700s, people loved these things. They kept posing with them in their paintings. They are a lap dog. These are great. Keep going. Now, they're happy, friendly, and adventurous dogs. They make excellent family dogs, but they should be watched around little children because they might crush their tiny bones. Oh, we knew someone who did that. And they need... Oh, yeah, I forgot. That kills me, that story. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> now, I'm just thinking about it. So, given their intelligence, they also need... All of the dogs on this list need rigorous training and mental stimulation so that they won't dig a hole in your yard or piss everybody off. Uh, I've learned so much about the Papillon the last five minutes. Yeah. It's been great. And I knew a Papillon during my time at the veterinary office, but it never... What was its name? I don't recall, but I also don't recall it being extraordinarily smart. That's why I was surprised. They don't look... Those little yippy dogs don't ever... Don't come across as smart to me. They come across as a pain in the ass. Almost like if they were hosting a podcast, they would be the sidekick host? Nah, if I was a dog... If I was a dog, I'd probably just be chewy. You'd be a bulldog. Why? Because you bully me. No. And you smell like a bulldog. And you... Do they smell bad? They have smelly butts, right? <laughs> I don't think there's a dog alive that doesn't have a smelly butt. If everyone, anyone out there has a dog with a good smelling butt, please let us know. So, before I run through the top 10 again, do you have any review Apple reviews? <laughs> I do. Thank you. I'm, in, I'm getting into these segues now. Yeah. Brandon has uh, been reading some segue books at Blinkist.com slash tennis. Got a lot better at it. Uh, we like to know what our listeners think of our show, especially if it's good. And we read reviews from our listeners on the show. And if you want your review read on the show, open up the Apple Podcasts app on any iPhone or iPad, rate us five stars, leave a review. The first one here is from Jack Thomas from the Just Conversation podcast. He says, it's not often you come across a show that spins an old idea in a new way, but these guys have figured it out. Normally, I stay away from top lists of any sort. But I gave the show a chance and I took the dive. Now, let me tell you, holy shit. Yeah. This is fascinating, especially for me. I'm a bit of a loser. <laughs> oh, good. I'm a bit of a loser that loves to learn and these guys not only bring the fun game aspect to the top 10 where you guess what is on the list, but every reveal comes with its own bit of information. You play, you learn. Loving to learn makes you a winner. That's what has me hooked. I love to learn and these guys brought that and games along for the ride in their show. I give kudos to the innovation taking place. Thank you. Jack, you're a hell of a guy. Thank you for the review. Uh, the next one comes from A. George from Great Britain. Really enjoyed listening to this podcast. I have subscribed and looking forward to hearing more. Clever concept, brilliantly executed, great rapport between the host wow. and sidekick host who are genuinely funny. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. Uh, thank you. Love those exclamation points. Thank you, A, George, and thank you, Jack Thomas. If you guys knew the physical and mental toll it took to endure the recording of this podcast on a weekly basis with that man, <laughs> then... Uh, that man in the White House. Yeah. 
Brandon and I used to work for an old asshole, old white asshole, rich guy here in uh, Tulsa. He would give speeches every year and he, when Obama was in office, he would only refer to him as that man in the White House. Yeah. So, good times. Yeah, well, he's dead now. Yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> not, not Obama, <laughs> but uh, the- That man in the grave is dead now. Yeah, the, the old, old gross man, uh, he, he did not survive. Brandon, why don't you go back through the top 10? The 10th smartest dog breed, Australian cattle block. Oh, God damn it. Australian cattle dog. Number nine, Rottweiler. Number eight, Papillon. Number seven, Labrador Retriever. Number six, Shetland Sheepdog. Number five, Doberman. Number four, Golden Retriever. Number three, German Shepherd. Number two, Poodle. And number one, Border Collie. We did it. No, I did it. All right. Well, thanks for getting through it, everybody. We're all smarter now. We're all smarter and we all want to pet some dogs. So, go give your dog a big old pet and a hug and a kiss from me and Brandon. This has been episode 47 and it's been a doozy. I love talking about dogs. We should do it more often. We will. I promise. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at Pod. That's 10ISHPOD. We take listener suggestions for future episodes. I hope you'll follow us there so you can contribute to future episodes. Do it. You can also follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Amel. That's E-M-E-L. We'll be back next week with episode 48. And Brandon, the big 5-0, big episode 50 is coming up. And I have a surprise topic for you that week because that's my week. Well, I'm excited to be surprised. And so are the listeners. I've already made that decision for them. All right. Thank you for listening. Thanks for supporting our show. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.